Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life podcast. Have a very special guest today. But before we introduce her, I'm going to introduce my co-anchor, Ali Stagnita. Hey, Allie. Hi, Bonnie. How is everybody today? Um, I'm so excited to be here. Like Bonnie said, we have a really esteemed guest um, that we are excited to talk to. Um, as always, before we get into it, make sure you review the podcast, give us five stars, and um, let us know how much you love today's interview uh, because we're really pumped about it. So Bonnie, I will let you do the honors. Thank you. Well, I am pumped about it because we have a legend with us here today and uh, she's got a fabulous new TV show and I watched the first two episodes last night. It was so good. But before any more talking, let me introduce Jane Seymour. Welcome, Jane. Hi, thank you. Hi, Bonnie. Hey, Hi. so um, listen, you've got this new television show and it's called Harry Wild. You're the star of it. And it's on the Acorn Network and it's starting April 4th and it's a Monday and two episodes get released. Yes. And at a time. And listen, this is your first television project in quite a long time since Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, I believe. And so can you first of all, tell us about it? Well, I was um, offered this uh, just before before COVID and I read it and I just thought, wow, how amazing to play a woman who's close to my own age, who's decides, you know, who's very intelligent. It was very funny. It was also great murder mysteries material. You know, it was I had never seen or heard of a character like this before. I it, it was absolutely unique. And she just jumped off the page and went, oh, yeah, I want to be Harry. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why I did it is I just thought, you know, life's too short. I think a lot of us want to be Harry. <laughs> you know, there might be a lot of women out there going, you know what? I'm going to change my life around. I, I like there's something about Harry. And why not? Why can't I have elements of this in my life? I'm not suggesting everyone, you know, ends up becoming sleuths or whatever. But um, the, the beauty of it is she she's a, an English professor at Trinity um, in Dublin. She's been there for 30 years. She's been teaching. She loves, loves, loves literature with a passion. But most of her students are either calling in drunk or high or not showing up at all. And she's just going like, ah, why am I doing this? So she quits and they're all in shock. And she has no idea what she's going to do next. She tries knitting and gardening, but that's just not working. Um, and uh, accidentally gets mugged whilst looking for a bottle of red wine because she does <laughs> like men. And she saw one and she thought, oh, I think I'd like to know that guy. And, you know, text him, say, let's meet for a, you know what? So she she's that kind of an independent woman. She's never been married. She has a son who's a detective. Anyway, she gets mugged. 
and ends up having to stay with her detective son. And she gets so bored and she can't see any decent literature around. And she sees his paperwork as, you know, his case history and TV and, and notices there's been a murder and a woman missing. And he looks, she looks it up and she sees, you know, something, pictures of, of, of the crime. And she goes, oh, my God, that, that reminds me of a play from Elizabethan times. So she's so excited. She tells the son, I think I can crack your case. Mom, like, mom, out of here. Go away. I hate you. You can't have anything to do with it. So now she's on her own. She keeps trying to give him information. He won't take it. She's terrified that she's going to get mugged again, gets herself a stun gun, doesn't really know what to do with it, accidentally sees this kid who mugged her, realizes that it, he did, never meant to hurt her, and he's actually a really good guy, realizes she's now solving a murder and she is completely inept, has no knowledge of the street. So she says, okay, help me out. You can make up for mugging me. You can help me out. So they become a team. So 15-year-old kid who is trying to leave high school, doesn't want to do schoolwork, happens to be super smart, too smart for his own good. College professor who's now becoming a sleuth with a stun gun, knows nothing about crime, but does know about literature. And between them, they solve the crimes with her knowledge of history and English literature. <laughs> well, that was enough. Nice going on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's actually three generations because her, her son's married to a woman, um, you know, uh, who's a brilliant, a brilliant actress. And uh, she is very kind of protective about, she's planned out her granddaughter's life. You know, she's 13 now, the granddaughter, but everything's been planned as to what she'll study, where she goes to school, what she's going to do, what she's going to eat, drink. And, and, you know, grandma Harry comes in and she just wants to, you know, pull that one apart. So it's a the dynamic between 15 year olds, you know, 30, 40 somethings and Harry. Wow. And then this show, so it will be on Acorn TV. Um, it was incorrectly mentioned earlier that it was network, Acorn TV. Um, and did you film on location in Ireland? Absolutely. In Dublin. Oh. Yeah, it was wonderful. You know, a lot of films that we watch that are supposed to take place in England are actually filmed in and around Ireland and Dublin and Northern Ireland. Yes. So there was a lot of a lot of movies were going on at that time. They were actually doing a Disney movie at that time. And uh, Patrick Dempsey was there, I think. Oh, the Unenchanted. So the new. Yeah. The, it, was, the, it, was, it was my neighbor across the way. I, I cooked for him during COVID. Oh, how funny. Yeah, yeah. I remember. That was fun. That was cool. But um, wait, what we decided, rather than pretending it was England or Cambridge as it was going to be, we just thought, what's wrong with Trinity Dublin? It's a fabulous university, beautiful. And, and it worked perfectly for the role. And I think it made... The, the character much more interesting that she's surrounded by everything Irish because we don't know as much about, you know, the Irish world, do we? So contemporary mm -hmm. Irish. Well, I loved how, it, how the character, Harry, even, you know, she's got a male name. Um, she really kind of upsets ideas that people have about women that are older and retired and she makes jokes about it. And the character is younger in so many ways than her own son. Exactly. And I think, you know, that's something that, 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 that I loved when I read it, but I also feel it myself, you know, there comes a point where all the kids have gone off and they're either married or graduated or trying to get a job or whatever, or COVID, they will come home, whatever it is, 
you know, now what's mom going to do? If mom's had a career, is she going to continue that career or is she going to do something now the kids are gone? Or, you know, there's a lot of life changes that happen. And I feel an incredible freedom. I feel like I'm a better actress now than I ever was. I feel a freedom to play anything. And mercifully, I'm being offered everything. And that is really way cool because I don't know any of my contemporaries that's, you know, having these fun roles. And, uh, and I thought also it, it's wonderful to, to play something that people watch and they go, oh, you know, there's elements of Harry that, that inside of me, I would like to, you know, have a bit of that. And, you know, I want to empower women to be the best them they can be as long as they can. And just because she's, you know, an academic means she doesn't necessarily put lipstick and makeup and stuff on, but she'll roll her hair up and stick a pencil in it. But, you know, if she goes to university and she wants to cause havoc by um, flirting with someone. She She's not averse to putting on a very sexy little number and some lipstick. She can do that too. You know, she's, she's, uh, she's anything and everything she has to be and when she wants to be. And I think that's fun. She's a bit of a chameleon. Mm-hmm. And you are as well, just amongst all of your roles and your career. I mean, I was watching How I Met Your Mother the other day, starting it from the beginning, and you were there, you know, however many, I mean, and you also have not aged a minute, like at all. All your secrets. (laughs) Well, I I actually use the stuff that I advertise called Crepe Race, you know, and people keep coming up to me, they touch me, they say, do you really use that? I go, yeah, I do. I don't don't do any of those, um, no fillers, no plastic surgery, no, none of all that stuff. And no, you know, none of that. And, uh, you know, I I think having good skin is, is key and a good attitude and drinking lots of water. And I happen to love you know, really healthy vegetables and fruits. That's what I, I prefer. I don't really eat much in the way of fried food unless there's some sweet potato fries with truffle oil on them. That <laughs> and, and, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm doing things I love. Like I'll, I'll show you here. I, I create scarves out of my artwork. So I'm painting all the time. Uh, we were all in PJs, right? So I've just created from one of my paintings, my koi fish, which are my pets. That's great. I, I, I'm in PJs. So they haven't come out yet, but they are very soon. So I, I do that kind of thing. I've got a monumental sculpture. This is a small version of it, but I've got one going up in Pittsburgh very soon. Wow. An eight foot one. And I run a nonprofit. Um, and we've got a big fundraiser, April 30th. I, um, I'm just so involved in so many things that if I'm not acting, I'm, you know, producing, creating, painting, um, you know, fundraising, um, trying to raise grandchildren. <laughs> and uh, full life. I have such a full life. And, you know, I am never bored ever. I just don't understand this idea of 24 hours in a day. I just don't get it. I am, you know, I need 36 and I do sleep well. So that's the good news. But yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm, I love life. And, and I also look around the world and what's going on. And, and I come from the, oh my God, what are we going to do? What can we do? Can we do anything? Can we even wrap our heads around it to what can I uniquely do today Mm. that I can do to make a difference? And so I think that is my mantra is, you know, really bad stuff does happen. What can I uniquely do today to make a difference in and around me or with the ability I have? So with me, I'm allowed to talk to people like you and hopefully try to raise the consciousness of people to, you know, especially the Instagram thing, 
you know, what can you do? You know, if you want to make a difference, this is how you can. And, you know, helping one another with it, you know, seeing a sense of community because the world's a, the plant's a very small and fragile place. It certainly is. Now you, you said that you're getting offered like more roles that you can even, you know, um, imagine and, and take on. Do you feel that, because there's been so much talk about this, do you feel that Hollywood, I mean, the entertainment business in general has changed? It's more open to women of all ages. I think, uh, I think people are realizing that age is just a number. And, you know, when you can have Jane Fonda and, and Lily Tomlin, people like that, you know, doing the kind of material they're doing, um, you know, it sets a bar. I think, uh, if you're telling the story of people in the 30, 40 something age range, they'll invariably have a parent of some sort somewhere. And uh, I think people, including people I know, like my kids are in between 26 and, and 40, they are actually interested in people like me. They're actually interested in what happened in that part of your life. You know, what is that life like? How do you deal with change? How do you deal with divorce? How do you deal with, with, with when your career is the one you thought you were going to pursue and now you're doing another one? You know, how do you raise children? I mean, it's just, uh, suddenly I think we've become interesting. And, and I think that, you know, with things like Kaminsky, you know, again, it's multi-generations, all those kids, right, who are in the acting school. And, and a couple of really old men trying to figure out how they deal with, you know, the waterworks <laughs> and, uh, and, and life, you know. And I, I, think, I think generations are now blending. Well, and in fact, you know, in Harry Wilde, you have this very special bond, as you mentioned, with a 15-year-old and kind of a kid from the wrong side of the tracks and your partners. In this exactly. And in real life, we just hit it off. I mean, he's, he's the most wonderful young man. He's actually 26, playing 15. Um, he's actually completely English. His voice, he, you know, he does the most brilliant Dublin accent that everyone in Ireland was convinced he was Irish until um, when we rapped and, uh, and everyone said, OK, speak your normal way. And we all expected him, I expected him to speak, you know, with an East End accent at least. And not at all. He speaks just like me. <laughs> it's like... Whoa, <laughs> um, but he's brilliant. Uh, but yes, the, it's very interesting. I really have a relationship with him and, 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 and with the girl who plays my granddaughter. You know, they really talk to me about life and about, about all kinds of things. They actually genuinely care. And, uh, and I care about them. And I don't feel like, you know, we've been sort of, you know, put in a pigeonhole somewhere and we're no longer relevant. If they think I'm relevant, I think they're relevant. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Obviously. And, um, and I, I love that melange, you know, I love the fact that, that we all, we all need one another, you know, to make it happen. We all have our, our natural abilities and our knowledge and we share it and we help one another become better at who we want to be. Mm -hmm. 
And you have had such an incredible career with so many different roles and have worked with so many incredible actors and actresses. When it comes to choosing the roles that you're doing now, um, what's kind of going into that for you? And, and similarly, you know, returning to TV after 20 years. Oh, well, I mean, I did, I did a film called War with Grandpa with um, um, De Niro and, you know, and Chris Walken and Cheech Marin and, and Uma Thurman. I went, okay, this is fun. This is really fun. It was a small role, but it, it was really fun. And then um, I got offered a wonderful role called Ruby, Ruby and Ruby's Choice about a woman who has dementia and Alzheimer's. And I produced a film about Glenn Campbell called I'll Be Me about Glenn Campbell's, a documentary about him going through that and realizing the last thing he was he lost was his ability to sing. And, and, and I wanted, I, I felt very strongly about that role. And, and I was given this amazing opportunity to do that amazing piece of work. Very rarely at my age, do you get the lead in anything. And to have your own series is literally unheard of unless you create it like, you know, Lily Tomlin and, and Jane Fonda, but I, I, nobody else that I know of. And, uh, and I realized that because I haven't, you know, tried to make myself into a younger version of me, particularly, I can age up and down. It just depends on wigs and things. I, I love acting. I love challenging myself and, and I love uh, really good writing and, um, and, you know, on, on this show, the, the quality of, you know, DPs and of the other actors and um, it, it was just it was all there. And I just thought, what a gift. And I've, I've got another movie I, I'm supposed to be doing right now. I've got two other movies that I'm one is the lead, Danny Glover, and the other one is is a really good role in a, in a comedy. Um, and I just did Be Positive for Chuck Lorre again. So. I, I'm. You know, my, my kids can't believe it. I have more energy than they do. <laughs> my 26-year-old son works for me and he says, Mom, you know, I, I finished my day's work, 4.30. I go, oh, he said, I need an hour's lunch break. Really? That's interesting too. And I, <laughs> I start at 10. I really, I, I start at four in the morning. Okay, yeah, and I'm still at it, but okay, fine. Well, you know, I see on your Instagram, you also work out and you do this incredible looking thing called gyrotonics. Gyrotonics. It's very similar to Pilates. Um, I'm an ex-dancer and I have had back surgery and I do have back issues, so I have to be careful. So I can't go and do, and I don't actually think anyone should just go out there and Zumba and, you know, hit the weights and do everything at the gym without knowing what your body at this time in your life with your injuries, a body makeup should be doing. So I'm a you know, I do things carefully and slowly and very, you know, very meticulously. So I don't hurt myself whilst trying to, you know, exercise. So the gyrotonics is interesting because, you know, it, it's it's a, a rotation thing and it's similar to Pilates, but everything is strength and stretch and isometric. And I use light weights at the same time. And so people say, you know, why are you in the shape you're in? And I don't do as much anywhere near as much as exercise as I should. But, um, you know, a lot of what I do, I, I don't need a machine for. I can just, you know, do the bridge, the plank, you know, stomach exercises. You know, I will show people, you know, I just put my arms back here and go up and down with my body weight. And, you know, that's your tricep. So I can do it in the kitchen while I'm waiting for a cup of coffee. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, that's my mentality when it comes to working out. It's what you can do when you don't necessarily have money for a personal trainer. Mm. One last question. Just we wanted to ask you. We saw that you've met the Queen, and you've Three got times. the order, yes. order of the British Empire. Which I is do. 
It's a huge honor. Can you just tell us what it was like to meet the queen? <laughs> well, I met the queen the first time uh, at a premiere oh. a film I did called The Four Feathers, in which I had, had to learn to ride side saddle. I've, like all good actresses, lied about my riding abilities. I'd not even been near a horse. Um, but I figured in a week I could figure this out. And I did, apparently so well that she actually, after watching it, said, oh, does she compete? Because <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> she loves horses. Yeah. And then, but then uh, to, to receive, um, I'm officer of the British Empire. The way it works, it's called the Order of the Knighthood. So um, men and women get officer and then commander. And then if you're a woman, a dame. And if you're a man, a sir or lord. So that's how it works. It's just a, a lesser version of being a dame. And it was just a huge big deal for me because I'd moved to America. I moved here um, in 76. I thought that England had forgotten I even existed. And one day I get this call from the consul general in LA saying he has to meet with me privately and no one is allowed to know about our conversation. And there must be nobody around in the house. And I thought, oh, they're going to ask me to spy for my country or something. <laughs> The Queen, the Queen, like and I could not think what would it be. And then I thought, no, 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 don't be so stupid, Jane. They just want you to give a very large amount of money to something to do with the arts or something. I didn't know what it would be. And the guy shows up and. Uh... ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be fine. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. (laughs) This was, like, wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. Like you were real different. Bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout season two, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. My mother was here from, from Holland, and, uh, and uh, she wanted to hear, and he said, no, no, you're not allowed to hear. You have to go in the other room. And I was getting very nervous. And then he asked me, he says, the queen wants you to become an officer of the British Empire. And I, I literally, I was thought I was going to fall down, you know, through the floor. And then I said, look, you cannot not tell my 90 year old mother. You just can't not tell her. I mean, it's just not fair. I mean, she survived World War II in a camp for three and a half years. You you know, she's going to get it out of me. You know, she has to know. So he did tell her and she was so excited and so proud. And, you know, and they tell you, you mustn't let anyone know. And you're only allowed to take three people to uh, the palace, and she was one of them. And oh my God, she was so proud, so excited. But the Queen's amazing. I'm in awe of the Queen. I, I mean, I, I can't think of, of, I think she's a remarkable person. When you think that everybody else in life pretty much gets to choose what profession, she never got to choose anything or the timing of the above, and she has never, never stopped, and she's still at it. She's extraordinary. 95. Well, and I bet you will be too. <laughs> I hope so. I aspire to it. 
Us too. Well, you know, thank you so much, Jane. Congratulations on Harry Wild. Everybody who is listening to this podcast and reading Hollywood Life must check it out on Acorn TV, April yes. 4th. Thank you so thank much you. for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jane. Bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.